And this is The Demented Files. Hi everyone, it's Julie. And this is Raquel. We are back. I know it's been the longest fucking time ever. The longest. <laughs> Very long. We're still here. We're still alive. We're sorry that we left you guys. <laughs> We're here. I mean, you know. We, we told to you. Do. We got things to yeah, do. Yeah, right. You know, well, right. You know, and life goes on. YOLO. It's okay. We'll be here once a month. I think it's going to be more fun this way. Yes. Once a month, less pressure, more time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, with, with work and we have kids and we have yeah. dogs that and smoke cats, crack and, and yep. felines, you know, uh, life just gets in the way and right. we want this to be fun yes. more than a burden. <laughs> <laughs> researching takes a lot of time it guys it, it takes, a, takes lot a lot of time you know you get it home is. from work at five or six and then you yeah. gotta cook you gotta clean you gotta shower you gotta do yeah. this you gotta do that and then you have to find time to research and guess what guys i just don't have that sometimes <laughs> so my apologies for existing you know what? you know we're being we're being truthful because right. you know we're not gonna play pretend sugarcoat. or anything in sugarcoat huh. that's right that's right <laughs> my mother died of mormonism what, what? Huh? <laughs> what? I- I'm just saying I'm not making excuses. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was so confused for a second. I was like, what? Okay. I you announced this here? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you didn't even tell me. We just spoke for an hour. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? No. no. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I'm chilling. This is Halloween weekend, guys. Yes, we're, it is. We're, we're very excited. Hell yeah. We're so excited. Halloween is finally almost here. I love it. Diabetes. That's how, that's how I am. Diabetes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing good. doing good. I am good. I am happy, guys. I finally caved and started taking anxiety medicine in September. Was it the? It was the beginning of September, I think. Yeah. And I feel so good. Awesome. So much better. I told you, I'm really happy for you. That's great. Yes. Because you know what? Sometimes we just need it. Right. We just need it. Do you notice the change? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's not just me. No, you're doing good. So things are great. That's fantastic. Life is great. Good. My house flooded the other day. Oh, God. Things were still great. Life is great. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I was like, you know what? I even texted my boss. I'm like, you know what? My floor is getting a bath and that's fine. (laughs) And that's the thing about science. That's why I appreciate it so much. Yeah. It can change so many things for us. Good and bad. Finally, I'm balanced. Yeah. Awesome. Fuck yeah. So, guys, we're here to chat about some spooky shit today. I can't wait. Okay. Am I going to have to sage my house? No. Okay. No, you're good. It's not that kind of spooky shit. No. No, it shouldn't be too bad. Okay. So, we are officially in the spooky season when you hear this. It will most likely be Halloween Eve or actual Halloween 2022. So, really fucking stoked right now. Of course, we had to discuss some spooky shit this episode, and I decided that we had to start a new type of series like we've done with Reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, how about Cursed Lands? Oh, That's right. All right. So we know that somehow this random rock floating in space is definitely filled with a lot of different energies. Right. Some seem very good. Some seeming very bad. Either way, there are a lot of haunted locations on Earth. 
These locations are now infamous due to certain events that took place, a lot usually having to do with tragedy or curses. Mm-hmm. So first one up is Brunswick Springs. I don't know if you ever heard of Brunswick Is that in Canada? Springs? No, close oh. though. Oh. This waterway is located in Brunswick, Vermont, which is located at the top right corner of Vermont, mm. very close to the New Hampshire borderline. Okay. I found out that the population amount in 2010 was 112. I would love, <laughs> love... You think so? That's like nothing. You Everybody's in everybody's business, though. All right. I would like to vacation there. How about that? Okay. Yeah, because... You're right. Everybody would know your business. Yeah. It'd be way too personal. Right. You have everybody, like, just know She's the one that always blows up the Dunkin' Donuts bathroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. It's like, oh, there comes Poopy Raquel. Let's, uh, let's get out of her way before she starts farting all over the place. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So yeah, that's nothing. 112. And in 2020, it was even smaller. A whopping 88. Damn. It's like only 88 people there. And who knows? This was 2020. So who knows? There's more people in my job than there. That's <laughs> fucking building. nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah in, my like bu- nobody... in my building. Not right. even like the whole company. Right. Yeah. Like. That's crazy. My building. That's that's very lonely out there. I can yeah. only imagine. What do you do? They I probably just fucking finger pop themselves all day. Yikes. I don't know. Like what, what else is there to do? Other than, like, watch porn. (laughs) If they even have Wi-Fi. Who knows if they have Wi-Fi? It's so out there in the middle of country. Yeah, they're definitely doing some other shit. Who knows? Chopping up bodies. I don't know. Who knows? But there's definitely a lot of wildlife out there, I'm sure. So, yeah, it's an incredibly tiny and isolated town. Cool fact, it is very close to the White Mountains in New Hampshire, where the abduction of Barney and Betty Hill took place in Uh, 1961. So it's just spooky all around, that area. We're going to go back in time and explain how the curse at Brunswick Springs came to be. The story is said to have begun in 1748 with the Abenaki, an indigenous group of people that were and are known to live between Canada, in Quebec specifically, and also in the northeast part of the U.S., so in Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. They speak their own native Abenaki language, French, and English. I found this cool fact on the Wikipedia about their native language, so this is what it says. The language is polysynthetic, meaning that a phrase or an entire sentence is expressed by a single word. For example, the word for white man, which is, I'm probably going to mispronounce it, so I apologize, but... Cracker. It, <laughs> 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 it's it's uh, Awanak is a combination of the words Awani, meaning who, and Uji, meaning from. Thus, the word for white man literally... Who trans- from? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Thus, the words for white man literally translates to who is this man and where does he come from? Oh. You get all that from... A walk knock. Yeah. That's amazing. Who from? (laughs) Who from white man? Who white man from? Who the fuck is this white man and where the fuck is his bitch ass from? (laughs) Fucking cracker bitch. That's pretty awesome if you ask me. It's so intriguing. Almost sounds like there are people a few words. They don't need to say much to be understood. I, can I, just I find that very their, impressive. Yeah, their face is just being very serious. Mm-hmm. I, I just would like to go to work and be like, oh, walk, knock. <laughs> Who is this white man? And where is he from? Where is he from? <laughs> <laughs> Every time somebody new comes into the office, a walk, knock. <laughs> now you can say that out at your job. They're going to be like, what are you saying? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, nothing. I learned it on Star Wars, but who the fuck is this white man and where is he from? Imagine you you introduce yourself to like like a CEO or something. He's obviously, CEOs around here, there's a lot of white executive dudes. You're like, a walk knock. You're like, shake right, his hand. Right, to my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Lean over to my... Bo- yeah, a walk, walk knock. knock. <laughs> <laughs> 
probably from old money. That's where he came from. Now, anyways, and the Brunswick Springs legend does sort of follow along with the sentiment as well. You know, it's like people of few spoken words. Right. Back in 1748, there was an injured soldier during the French and Indian War, either French or British, and the Abenaki took the soldier to the springs, which to this day, they believe has sacred magical healing waters. Hmm. The, the soldier was suffering from a badly wounded arm, and he feared what the doctors of the time would have to do if they thought it would be easier to amputate. Chop it off. Yeah, just oh, chop right God. off. There was also the risk of infection. The best documented case of its healing powers came from the experience this soldier had when a shaman did a ritual with him and his wounded arm at the springs and his arm was able to basically be brought back to life. No need for amputation or anything. It was a miracle and he was back to normal. Wow. Like, it just healed his fucking arm. That's crazy. Crazy. And I believe it too. Yeah, you never know. There are six springs with completely different mineral contents, supposedly. They flow under the crest of a steep hill before all merging together and draining into the Connecticut River. It is said the minerals are iron, calcium, magnesium, white sulfur, bromide, and arsenic. So who knows? That's a lot of different mm. combinations there. It is best, according to the Abenaki, to only visit during daylight due to there being a literal dark side once daylight is gone. Basically, the literal dark crawls up into the area. There's belief that there are good and evil forces on this land, and there may even be a creature that lurks in the woods near the springs. This creature is said to be both respected and wisely avoided by the Abenaki. Okay. So, the story is said to follow the same familiar tale of settlers doing what they do best, taking over shit that isn't theirs. <laughs> the soldier... Fucking colonizers. Yeah, basically. The soldier made his way back to the area after the war and wanted to bottle the water and sell it. Obviously, the Abenaki people did not approve of this at all, and so tensions began. As the indigenous people and settlers began to share the land, and they all shared the waters freely, this wasn't good enough for the settlers, who wanted to monetize from the curing waters and attempted to make deals with the natives, but the Abenaki would not budge at all. This made the already tense situation become hostile and ended up deadly as well. Kind of reminds me of, um, what was that movie we saw? Avatar? Yes. Reminds me of Avatar. It's, nobody learns. Right? It's just, it repeats itself all over in Jesus. history. It's just, money is greed, greed is evil, it's terrible. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, before we bum ourselves out. <laughs> <laughs> so, two Abenaki natives would be shot and killed. Supposedly, one was a child. <gasps> it is said the dead child's mother was so stricken with grief that oh. she put a curse on the springs. Yep. Any use of the waters of the great spirit for profit will never prosper. But as time went by, more settlers came and the natives were slowly vanishing and fading from the land. The area began seeing all new construction of boarding houses and other activities followed. People all over were hearing about the magical healing springs and were trekking up to Vermont to witness it themselves. Soon the railroad would make it easy for people to get to the springs. As the springs became more and more popular and tourists kept showing up, a hotel was finally built and opened in 1860. It was named the Brunswick Springs House. The owner ended up selling the hotel to a dentist and this dentist guy was also the first to bottle up the water and sell it as he also opened a bottling plant nearby. Hmm. So here you go, you got a new fucking location there they're bottling up the water they're fucking selling it by 1894 that's when it is thought that the curse may have been more than a folktale when the brunswick springs house burned to the ground oh shit the dentist did not give up and rebuilt this time calling it the pinecrest lodge there wasn't much information on him after this but he ended up passing away in 1910 so that's 1894 he built that 1910 he was dead and 
Soon after, the Pinecrest Lodge itself also collapsed into the river due to erosion. Hmm. So now the springs were back on the market. And well, a man named John Hutchins decided that he was already so successful and well off, why not expand his portfolio by also buying the springs? John was known as a pharmacist, real estate agent, mortician, and a lumber baron. Oh. He had everything going. Okay. He was very, uh, very well, well, what is Rounded? Well, round, yeah, well rounded. He was determined to make the springs the next best thing for everyone to come and stay at and also to consume nature's magic elixir he would have ready for purchase. Construction began on his new real estate project, a brand new hotel, but the hotel ended up burning down before it even had its grand opening in 1929. Wow. Yep. John was like, pish bosh, no hocus pocus here, bring me a fancy contractor. And so he went ahead and built a new and better hotel. This time the hotel had 60 rooms available and 30 of these rooms actually included plate glass windows with spring water piped right into them. It was fancy, one of a kind. The reservations and anticipation for its grand opening were coming in hot. But in 1930, a month before its grand opening, the hotel ended up tragically burning down again. Oh my God. All that is known is that some type of fire started in a storage room, and from there, it was impossible to stop the spread of the flames. John now had two hotels burned down in the springs. And a four of a total of four. Yes. He was determined to make this his best investment yet, and he brought back the contractor to build a third hotel. This time, it was bigger and better. This new hotel included 100 rooms, and springs water pumped into every one of them. An advertisement they distributed literally said, Medicine Waters of the Great Spirit. <laughs> so, to me, that's disrespectful, and, well, really? Well, third time's a charm, right? Wrong! Now we're in 1931, and his third hotel built on this cursed land goes up in flames as well. Good. <laughs> his health also started going downhill, and he passed away in 1938. So all of this happened, like, wow, right with, like, 10 years. Yeah. Something like that. Fucking everything just burned down to the ground. Mm. He never tried to rebuild again after his third hotel was destroyed, and the area remained vacated. The area holds a lot of mysteries still, and there have been deaths, including multiple suicides in the area. Oh. The water was tested to see if there was any difference in the minerals, but it was determined most of the springs held the same minerals. There were no significant differences. It has been returned back to the Abenaki people, who formed a nonprofit organization to purchase it with the help of the Vermont Land Trust. They have forbidden any development on the land and still believe it to be special and a sacred place. Good. Yeah. I'm interested to see what that looks like yeah it's intriguing because it's like a good piece of land but at the same time the springs is a small piece of land i don't even know how to explain it you literally have to look at it to see what it looks like hmm. it's pretty uh it's a pretty interesting story i'd say i mean that's a lot of freaking how burning do you down of hotels how do you spell the abenaki abenaki a b e n a k i oh okay I don't know how many times I would, I wouldn't, I've definitely not built that many hotels. That's a lot of money that went to waste. No, seriously. You know how much money you have to have to be able to rebuild that many times? That's mm -hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was really rich. I mean, I'd like to go there. That's kind of cool. I don't know. Not with the suicides. You don't know what it does to people. Mm. I hear some people drink out of it still. Apparently, they, they proclaim that they're in good health and live so long because they drink out of it. So who knows? I'm looking at some of the pictures of these people if somebody i wouldn't even if they told me yeah i'm native american i would have been like yeah you're like a lying sack of shit like they literally <laughs> don't look native american yeah the mixture especially because wow. there was a lot of uh, vermont French and, yeah and, canadian yep, yeah mm -hmm. it's so funny how you know you you expect 
almost like a stigma. You expect someone to look a certain way and they mm-hmm. just, they really don't. Yeah, the mixture of, of different people. Wow. Yep. So interesting. So that was the Brunswick Springs in Vermont. I uh, want to see if I could find like a documentary or something on it. Yeah. I just read online about it. Very interesting. Very interesting. I didn't. I had never heard of it before. Me either. This was my first time. Okay. So you ready to move on to the I am because this land? first one was good. Cool. So I'm excited about the second one. All right. So the next one up, and I don't know if you've heard about this one. This one's pretty popular. We head down south to Mexico, near Mexico City, where you'll find one of the most mysterious and spookiest islands in the world, the Island of the Dolls, or in Spanish, Isla de las Muñecas. Have you ever heard of it? No. What? Mm -mm. Really? Wow. Okay. The legend begins with Don Julian Santana Barrera, who lived alone on the island, and the island started gaining popularity back in the 1950s when all of a sudden dolls began hanging all over the island. It's not creepy at all. Mm -hmm. Don Julian's obsession with the dolls started due to him apparently hearing the screams of a little girl who was drowning in one of the canals in the island. He tried to save her, but was unsuccessful. He would say he had heard the little girl screaming, I want my doll, while she was struggling to stay afloat in the water. In her honor and respect for the young girl, he hung the first doll. This doll is said to have belonged to the little girl as it was found floating in the canal. The doll hung on a tree near where her body was found. After these events took place, Don Julian all of a sudden noticed that random dolls were being hung on the trees on the island. Every time he went outside, he saw new dolls on the trees. That's weird. He began feeling like he was being haunted by the little girl's spirit and felt she was trying to send him a message that to please her spirit, he had to keep hanging dolls all over the island. Hmm. His family began seeing a change in Don Julian, almost like he was driven by some unforeseen force. He did this until his death in 2001 when he was found drowned in the same area where the little girl drowned. Oh, shoot. It is thought the girl's spirit haunts the island to this day and she is responsible for his death. It is said he may still be on the island too, in spirit. The island, which is actually a floating garden, is a big tourist destination now for the morbidly curious. It is covered in all types of dolls, most looking old, missing limbs or eyes, all covered in spiders and their cobwebs other creepy bugs, and deteriorated by the elements. So you can go and take a tour if you want and feel uneasy as a bunch of soulless eyes follow you everywhere on the island. That's creepy. (laughs) A few years ago, I actually watched one of the Ghost Adventures episodes with uh, Zach Bagans, and it was truly creepy. It's episode four from season 10, just in case some of you want to check it out. There was one part once nighttime fell where a doll randomly started laughing. And oh, the fuck inv- that. <laughs> and the investigators checked to see if, if it had any batteries and there were no batteries. It was just hanging there hysterically laughing on its own. Uh-uh. In the fucking dark. Hell no. <laughs> Something that seems to have started as an innocent tribute to a little girl ended up being seen as something out of nightmares instead. If you want to go and experience the islands of the dolls, they do do tours. It is only accessible by these colorful boats called uh, trajineras. It takes about an hour and a half to get there. So you're like out there yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Fuck that. How the li- I want to know how the little girl got there. Mm-hmm. Trajineras are a very popular way of transportation in the area. And while most rowers will take you to the island, some do refuse to do so due to superstitions associated with the island. I kind of want to go just to witness it myself. Maybe I'll see a doll laughing on its own and freak the fuck out. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't even know like how that's insane. Well, I mean, considering how you reacted at the haunted house <laughs> that we went to, 
You think I might just shit my pants? I think you may shit your pants, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, we went to a haunted house, and it was terrifying. I learned uh, I'm a pansy, big pansy. It was so fun. It was crazy. I, uh, I'm i going to do it again next year. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're definitely so doing it again scary. next year. That shit was great. Oh, my goodness. Don't but... bring your kids. Don't be a fucking asshole and bring your kids. I'm just going to say that. It's not yeah. for kids. We did see, we did see some people there with children and little children. i mean immediately the children freaked the fuck out and they had to be escorted out so yep just don't do it don't You're, bring your kids don't traumatize your children like that yeah if you need a date night call grandma don't bring your yeah right <laughs> all right so tell us what you think about brunswick springs in vermont or the island of the dolls in mexico please share information on other less known haunted or cursed lands around the world if you know of any so that's what I've got today. You know, you can reach us on Instagram at the that's Demented right. Files. That's right. Follow us on Instagram at the Demented Files and listen to us on Spotify and Apple oh. Podcast. Yeah, I'm looking at the I'm Island doing. of Dolls right yeah. now. Uh-huh. That shit is creepy. It is creepy. Very, very You know creepy. What, what's creepy about it too? Because there's like bugs and spiders and shit. So something could be like crawling up on you. You don't even know. Yeah. And then you is... hear a doll fucking laughing at you. Right. Yeah, these dolls are pretty creepy. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to visit here. Yeah. Some of them just have like heads. Yep. Some, it's just, yeah. They're like rotting away. Some of them are rotting away. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. It is creepy. I liked this topic. Yeah? Haunted lands? I did. Have you ever heard of the land of the skinwalkers? Yes, I have. You should do that next. Yeah. That one, there's a lot there. There's yeah, a lot of documentaries and stuff on it there's so much yeah so. that's on native mm-hmm. um native land, too. land too yep that's right isn't that crazy yeah there's a couple of documentaries i wanted to watch on that yeah cool. wow so, good yeah. episode nice thank you and for now we are out happy halloween everyone stay spooky we will see you the end of november all righty bye-bye bye, bye. bye.